detective. Thrill me. Alright. Let's do some best ofs. Best and of worst ofs. Of the series, of the franchise. Now, one thing I'm going to throw out there, after watching these ten films over... You know, I've watched them over the last year or so. There are a lot of shit films. Like, there's only really, for me, three genuine good movies. And that's Halloween, Halloween uh, H2O, and Halloween 4, for me. Okay. They're, They're the three that I think are... Genuinely good films. Halloween 2's not bad. Halloween 3's alright. And then you drop. So yeah. your bottom five are one star or below for me. Like they're really bad. Yeah. Pretty close. This made it well, very good. So, what, so what, are we, what are we looking for? Worst of, <laughs> worst of. The first one we're going to do, we're going to do best of worst of the Michaels. So, so who's the best Michael Myers? Like actor playing Michael Myers or Michael Myers in the film. Which one has the best Michael Myers? I'm going to pick one. I don't know if you guys, you'll probably pan me for this. For me, the remake film has the best Michael Myers. Big call. It's a big call. I'm... I got that as a special mention. the size of the guy. Yeah. And also the fact that he brought in the... And it's partly to do with the backstory. Yeah. That he's just a fucking... Like, he wants to just fucking rip people apart. Yeah. And you you can hear it in the... He's breathing and he's fucking grunting and shit that he yeah. does. And to me, that was just perfect. Yeah. It was just spot on. And, you know, even some of the shots, I think, where over his shoulder and that, where he's, like, rising up. Well, there's one particular one that I really like in the remake where she's watching the thing, the little girl, and then it pulls back and he's standing behind her. And he, he'd been watching the thing when he was a kid, remember? And he's just towering over her. But he's he, he's not interested in her. He's kind of just looking at the screen, and I thought that was a really really cool shot. Uh, and there's a couple of really good ones that Zombie actually does visually, where he uses Michael. One in particular where that she runs into the the house where Annie's been stabbed, and the door goes and closes, and he's just standing behind it. Yep. Some really good stuff there. I had it as a special mention. Um, I actually like. Yeah, I, I think it's it's easy, it is a really good performance, and it is good. But I actually liked the first first film. Something about Nick Castle being kind of smaller and kind of average in size. The Michael from the remake comes like across like Jason. Yeah. Big, imposing, intimidating. Mm. Not what I anticipated Michael to be, which is what the first one set up. He was just this random dude who looked like any one of us just having this mask on. So I, I just really like that performance. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think Luke's spot on. Like, Tyler Mayne was a was an excellent choice. And I think that that Michael fits that movie. And as such, Nick Castle fits the first one really well. And I think he's the best Michael because he's in the one that was the best directed and had him in the best sort of... Light. Sneaking in the background, doing all that sort of stuff. There's very minimal of the breathing and that sort of thing, but that fits the whole boogeyman, the shape. This guy doesn't have a personality. It's really the only one I can remember where you, you pretty much never see his eyes until, you know, they're right up close, whereas some of the other ones, you can see their eyes. You see Michael's eyes all the time. Um, and the whole blackest eyes thing just, just fits really well too. Yeah. I actually didn't mind the one in part two. Um, I know a lot of people think he's very robotic, but again, I think that was 
Carpenter, again, just used him really well in those long shots down the hallway and stuff like that. So for me, it's probably more the direction of it, but yeah, Nick Castle, can't beat him. And was Nick Castle in number two as well? No, no. Nick, it was... Um, Dick Warlock. Dick, Dick Warlock, yeah. Some people, think he's, a, some people yeah. think he's a bit robotic and that, but I just... You don't see it enough. He was more your classic stuntman. But, but he was small as well, so yeah. you had to follow one with two. Okay, so worst Michael. Who's the worst Michael of the series? For you, Jared? Well, it's got to be five or six, I think. And I'll probably give it to five because George P. Wilbur, as we mentioned, played him twice, and one of them was in four, which was which was one of the better ones. So I'll give him a little bit of kudos, with a bonus credit. So probably part five. Don Shanks, wasn't it? Yeah. Don't... Yeah. Um, I don't know. He just, to me, he was the one that was a bit robotic and a bit sort of. He's kind of not really there. Like at the end of the day, in five, he kind of doesn't get a lot I'll to be... do. That shuffling behind the tree just destroys the menace. <laughs> standing, standing in a bloody closet full of clothes, an inch away from a person, and just... Yeah. yeah. You know, what, I, you know what, all, what was going through my head when he was shuffling behind the tree? Was the old Simpsons, oh, great, man, she used to be. That's what it looked like. It looked like bloody Grandpa Simpson who escaped from the nursing home was just fucking shuffling around in the background. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's not. A, I'm not a fan of his, but I think part six, George P. Wilbur put on a bit of condition in between four. And you're six. taking off the bonus credit. He's just he's a fat, lying slob. <laughs> at one point, <laughs> like he at one point he tries to reach too many rats. He, <laughs> he tries That's to reach dogs. He really tries to reach the little kid. Between two sort of vats or something in the hospital, and the only reason he can't get him is because he's got ten keg of extra fucking weight that's stopping him. Which is pretty hard when you sleep in a hospital and your muscles atrophy. For like, oh, jeez. Oh, he's just horrible. He's, he's just ba- he's really bad. Which is sad because he was actually all right and full. They must be intravenously feeding him with fucking plumbing pipes or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've got him with a hungry Jack's diet. Intravenously, though, he's getting a buddy. Now, look, have you got a have you got a thought on worst? I don't know. How, I don't know about worst. I'm uh, as I said to you earlier. I've probably my the the fact that I fell off the mountain and number five <laughs> means that I I've really only seen the ensuing five probably once each maybe twice which means that number six is probably less the least memorable but as i said my favorite was number was the remake so which which to me was really kind of memorable i suppose like it was the guy was good at it Mm. i think number six i'm gonna go with number six I, I seen you know I watched number five so I must have enjoyed that I think I watched it the second time so, so I must have enjoyed it more than number six the problem with both five and six as Michaels is they get short shift because of all that bullshit that's going on that they're kind of like side characters especially in six yeah. he's basically just yeah, expected right. to be some kind of hitman who yeah, fronts up to kill on behalf of these idiots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's he's just in the background. He's not really a character of note, and I think that's what hurts Six a lot. 
Uh, uh, aside from the fact that he looks like he's been eating pies for <laughs> for Australia or <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Okay, let's move on to kills. Best kill. Okay, so for me, it never got better than the one in the car in part one. Oh yeah, when she cutting Annie's throat. Yeah, and he just sort of appears. Um, as I said to you when we watched it for the for the podcast, it's. It still gets me, that one. And there's been, you know, there's been other memorable ones down the track, like uh, even the um, the spa sequence in part two. I still think that was pretty good <laughs> after watching it again just recently. Um, but, yeah, it just... We are you both a fan of it. Yeah. <laughs> For two reasons. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they, they sort of... Um, the craftsmanship of the first one, there's a little bit of sort of brutality to it without going... To the point of sort of unwatchable and uncomfortable and yeah it just nails it and that has a great little kind of misdirection type of setup yeah where she comes to open the door and it's locked yeah and she walks back inside and they follow her the whole way like they don't just cut away from it and come back they follow yeah, her back yeah. she gets the keys so she comes back expecting it she opens the door it's, it's unlocked because he's in there yeah it's, it's a really, really cool little piece. Like, yeah, most people don't, don't pick up on pick it. it. Yeah. My, but uh, the doors are suddenly open. Yeah. My honourable mention, too, is Halloween, Halloween 1 as well with, um, oh, mate, what's his name? Bob. Bob getting pinned to the door. Yeah. Definitely an honourable mention for me, too, because it's yeah. just so iconic where he sort of looks at him and goes... Bathed in shadow. Yeah, looking side to side. It was the first one where you got a sense of the raw power of the man. Yeah. So, yeah. Lifts him back up. Yep. I'm my my favourite is Captain Asshole. <laughs> Who's Captain Asshole? Captain Asshole, Luke, is a bloke in part six. He's the father of the family. Oh, he oh, just right. immediately comes in. Yeah, with, he comes back. To yeah, he immediately. The moment we meet him, he she, he calls the, the 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 his nephew a bastard and slaps his daughter. That's right. And proceeds to tell her gives to fuck off. Of right. Gives his wife a grilling. He drinks at work. <laughs> like he gets a phone call about something, ah, you fucking bitch or whatever. <laughs> and he immediately pulls out a flag and stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's on the piss of the real estate agent. He comes back in, and he finds that the washing hasn't been done, and he's suitably upset with his wife for that. And Michael attacks him and shoves it like a, I think it's like a crowbar through his chest, and it goes into an electricity box. And for some reason, oh, yes. his head explodes. <laughs> I don't oh, think they God. understand electrical currents and other items, but his head just explodes <laughs> suddenly. And I thought, you know what? I couldn't think of a better way for that bastard. <laughs> so that's my personal favourite kill. I'm trying to think of my favourite kill here. <laughs> I do like, I do, I do like the Bob one though. I think the Bob one. I'm probably, I'm probably, excellent. I'm probably tossing up between a couple of Halloween two spa. Yes, definitely, definitely on the <laughs> That's also an extended one too, because he does them both in. But you've got the, you know, the the silhouettes in the background, and then the fucking just grabbing her and putting her in there. Like it's a fairly good sequence. Mm. Yeah, and there's that whole. Um, point of view thing again yeah you know like there's you're in this you're in there but you're also outside and you can't hear the screaming and all that yeah and i do like that bit that you like how he comes out when he actually comes in he's still out of focus Mm. so you can't actually see him 
his face and everything, oh, his I mask, can... until he actually gets up to it. But I was just thinking, special mention here, one of my favourites from the new Halloween was when old mate uh, Grizzly yeah. <laughs> gets in and drops a couple of tacos, <laughs> and old mate comes in, Michael bursts in, picks him up, and just belts him through the thing with yeah. one hand, with yeah. one arm. Yeah. Belt him a few times and then thank you. And it's sort of jams a knife into his arm. And it's, it's sort of showcases too because Grizzly's a bit of a unit as well. And yeah. Michael sort of. Well, he's know. slightly lighter. Yeah. Offloading a large taco. Yeah, in, <laughs> what does he five. say? What does he say? Naughty, naughty girl. He's fucking bored now. He was 75. By five time, he was 72. <laughs> <laughs> And, and as I believe, he, I believe he, he sort of, he sort of, he's taken as a bit of a joke. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. just gets up without wiping his ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real horror of these horror things, isn't it? Everyone just seems That's content of the wipe. Nobody wipes their ass or washes their hands. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like a safety handle for it. So that. <laughs> So, yeah. stay tuned for the third part three. Is that coming for a 20 minute discussion? Yeah, I believe he. I, I believe he, he takes us a bit of a joke and then he just. He knifes out. Fuck you, man. He pulls a knife out and starts Fuck you. You don't have to fuck you off, baby. And, uh. Michael doesn't like doesn't that. take to that. And he also, Michael slams him through the side of the. I think Michael kills him because he's like. They shape up early and he looks, as you said, it gives you a sense of the size that he's dealing with a big bopper here and it looks like initially things are, things are you know, on par. On par and yeah. then Michael just fucking, right, that's it. Takes him through this. the wall. Yep. Had enough of your shit. Literally, I've had enough of your shit because you didn't flush it pre, pre-death. I might catch something from your frigging hands. That must be after, you know, after this little tear out debt. You no, didn't go over and use the That was just one of the things that Michael used to be really shit at. I said when he was a kid. Fucking old mate, and he moves his father and shits in there and doesn't wipe his ass. Or doesn't flush. No, I've had enough of it. I've had enough of you fucking dirty truck drivers that want. He comes out in the morning and he goes, Look, mate, I'm not shaking your hand. Next time I see you. I saw you in there this morning. You didn't wipe your ass and you didn't wash your hands. Okay, let's, let's go to the worst kill. For me, I don't understand the actual... Yeah, the actual physicality of this whole thing, but how can you shove your thumb in someone's skull? <laughs> in Halloween 4, he puts his... He bangs the guy's head against the wall of the ambulance, and then he just goes, and jams his thumb in there. I'm thinking it's not physically possible. It's not physically possible. Mm, no. Well, well anything's physically possible in these things. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself, Jared? Got anything? Got got something for us in the, in the, oh, in the worst kill? I didn't actually have a lot. Well, while you're thinking about this, yeah. I will get throw on. out my worst, my set, my worst kill. That's that bloke from number two, Laurie's mate, who just slips over into some blood. <laughs> yeah. And then rolls up to the rolls car. Rolls off the trolley in the car. Gets in the car and then goes, is he dead? 
Is well, he even dead? I don't know. I believe in the in theatrical cut he is dead. In the TV cut, once again, if you paid $180 for the Blu-ray box, well, you get both cuts. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there a comparison cut? No, it's not a comparison. So you have to watch the whole fucking thing, dude. You have to watch 10, 12, 10 films 15 times. <laughs> get the whole experience. Was it the director's cuts of my hate to an Halloween the room? Well, Adam has, don't worry about that. Probably fucking 20 times. But... He doesn't die in the in the TV cut, which is the one what? where he gets back he sli- in the he car. Slips, he slips over. <laughs> he slips over. I say the tip. And then he, then he, he gets into the car. car. Remember, he gets into the car that Jamie Lee's sitting in, and he fucking falls over the wall. And he starts. Is he dead? He's dead in the theatrical sure, cut, I believe. Because <laughs> he just he, he lays on the hoard, so Michael couldn't know where she yeah, is. Yeah, of course, cool. yeah. shit kill. Yeah, it was terrible. Shit, shit, shit dead. Okay, well, I'm. Uh, it's not necessarily the. Execution of it, I suppose, although it's pretty bad. I guess it's probably Rachel in part five. Because, quite frankly, she deserved better. <laughs> and it, it's so like it's not it's not well done. I don't find it well done. I find it pointless <laughs> because they replace it with a character who doesn't fucking survive the film anyway, so you just you could have just left her in there, especially after the relationship she'd actually developed in part four with Jamie. So it was just so pointless for me. I just felt like it was, and they don't even show it. Like she just, no, she gets stabbed, exactly. I think, like that, and then they cut away. And yeah. also, and after the character was so capable in the in the earlier one, like in part four, she does the best job of protecting Jamie out of ev- everyone: Loomis, the sheriff, everybody, yeah. um, Earl. <laughs> Shit, Earl! It's Ted Hollister. Blow that fucking brains out! Great, a lich mob. I tell them they shoot that guy randomly and they just sort of go, oh shit, it's dead horse. And then next thing you know, they walk away from it. Like, never happened. So after that, instead of keeping that connection in part four, that's one of my favourite kills. Yeah, you go with that Tina, Tina, who's who's useless. She's got nothing to do and. Um, and she's the one with the enormous breasts? N- look, no, 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 not quite, but she. She's basically Rachel 2.0 in, in, in part five. She's oh, just, she basically for, looks for, the same. For 40 almost. minutes or something. And then she's killed. Um, but the, yeah, after Rachel does such a good job in part four of actually saving the day. She gets hoodwinked by a bloke standing in her. Yeah, <laughs> she can't see <laughs> you know, in in He's got his hand <laughs> over the bloody rail. And, <laughs> and um, also, he, she, she just sort of is so. What does he do? He goes, she, looks, she looks his way and he goes, he pulls out a yeah, silk shirt and goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't. How about this one? Uh, <laughs> no thanks, Michael. Um, yeah, that's not it. But yeah, it's it's one of the few times I've kind of looked at it and gone, "Fuck, what did you do that for?" Yeah. <laughs> Instead of getting a shock or a yeah, that was a satisfying sort of. Thing yeah, it, it's a it's a bum, bum, bum steer, bum steer. All right, favorite character in the series, not non Michael character. So non non Michael. It's got to be Loomis, doesn't it? The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I think I've got a shitload of special mentions, but Loomis is yeah. the best character by far. I think it's got to be it's got to be Loomis only because Laurie wasn't in enough of them, probably. So, yeah, it's got to be Loomis. He's got the best lines in in probably one and two. Rambling lunatic in four, five, and six, which is <laughs> yeah, super in, entertaining. But even in four, <laughs> even in four, he cranks out a couple of those he does, lines. He does them well, you know. Yeah, yeah. he gets a couple in. Um, so yeah, kind of by the end of it, he was like the he was fucking the custodian of the series until he died. So 
He's just oh, got, God. He's just got it. He's, wasn't his last film? Hello, Hello. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. why he's dead. Yeah. That's, that's why he's dead. That's the yeah. final insult to the film. You finish it up. Yeah, yeah. quick look at the internet. It says in memory of Donald Pleasant. Rude bastard. Yeah, you think you fuckers killed him? He watched the final cut and then dropped dead immediately. Fucking Akans killed him. Oh, I'm actually going to go with Smokey. Dr. Chalice from Halloween yeah. 3 oh, won Tom Atkins. He's in my honourable mention. He has a magical moustache. He drinks at lunch. Like he's always in he his shag bar. He shags birds like they're going out of fashion, isn't he? Yeah. He wears a shirt open down to the navel. <laughs> yeah. He looks like something out of the Bee Gees. I believe you said he's not fit to be a bloody GP. He's not fit to be anything. <laughs> And my favourite scene is him on the phone to his missus at a payphone and she is just ripping into him about not being back with the kids and he's like, look, 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 I know, I know, I know, I'll let you down, let you down, I've got to go. And he hangs up and he just grabs a six pack of piss off the top of the thing and runs off to that bird's car. <laughs> Like, this guy's a fucking scumbag. <laughs> Slash legend. Yeah. I just loved him. Tom Atkins, of course, sells it. Yeah. Sells it all the way. I could sleep in the car. Be better in this floor anyway. Where do you want to sleep, Dr. Chalice? That's a dumb question, Miss Grimpich. And of course, yeah, the sex scene where he, what does he say? <laughs> oh yeah, the, the um, what's her name? Ellie. Yeah, someone's getting movie. killed. Yeah, she's been in the movie for five minutes, and he's like being a gentleman. Oh, I'll sleep in the car. It's uh, probably better than sleeping on the floor in right here. And she goes, well, where do you want to sleep? And he goes, that's a dumb question, baby, or something like that. Sounds <laughs> like bloody ash out of evil dead. Next thing you know, he's trying to swallow her up. And mid coitus, he goes, that girl, that girl's playing around with the the shamrock thing off the yeah, back of the mask, and it killed. bursts out and kills her, and blows her face off. And yeah. the, the girl goes. What was that? <laughs> he, he pulls his head up from her tits or something. He goes, no, who cares? <laughs> oh, just magic. Just what a character. Here we go. Okay, what about worst character? And there's, there's, oh, I've, I've, I have found after watching this, this a series. A lot there's a parade of worst characters and there's many... Honourable mentions <laughs> in this one, I <laughs> oh, I've got Captain Asshole. Shitheads. Facing my property. <laughs> Showed them. John, they were just kids. Kids, my dear Deborah. What's ruining this country? Everywhere you go, it's the same damn thing. There's no goddamn respect. Uh, I rest my case. Yeah, Captain <laughs> Asshole right up there. He does, not, he does not have a, a nice line in the entire movie. He's no. either berating someone or swearing or calling someone some sort of name or Yeah. He's just he's just one of these characters that's basically been put together to be it's kind of fodder it's an attempt to give him two dimensions to a fodder character, but he is just so repugnant as a human being that yep. it's just like well we don't really want him around and yep. so they basically blow his head off <laughs> yep I can't really I've got to give you a fucking rundown mate I've got a, I've got give a it laundry to me. list of them Quick. okay so I'm starting in part two with um, Mr. Garrett in security 
Mrs. Michael and the one fucking security monitor he's got to watch and then almost gets done in by a cat and an overstuffed cupboard before Michael actually gets him. Um, Bud in part two. Amazing grace, come sit on my face. Don't make me cry, I need your pie. Who, his girlfriend says you're the biggest jerk I've ever met, which, bud, that gives you a sense of how the fucking rest of us feel about it. <laughs> um, I've got uh, part four, <laughs> Dr. Hoffman, who f- fails to check out Myers' history, and like in the, everything he's saying is quite logical, but in the context of the films, he looks like a fucking dick for not heeding Loomis's warnings. And then my favourite moment is he's telling Dr. Loomis, he's got that raspy voice, and he's like, you're the one that needs mental health. <laughs> and then the phone rings to tell him, oh, there's been an accident, and Michael's escaped, and he's, hmm, I see. <laughs> <laughs> and then still tries to defend himself. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Michael could have been thrown. His, his body would be useless. It yeah. would be useless. He'd been in a coma for 10 years. He wouldn't be able to work out. <laughs> uh, part five... The two, cop, the two cops with the circus whistle oh, and the other oh, routine. God. Um, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> but there's also part five's got that boyfriend who's just an absolute asshole. Yeah. Who's in it for like two sequences before he gets a garden hose shoved into his head. Fucking hell. <laughs> Actually, part four also has the Reverend too in the car. What the fuck's that on here? <laughs> but I think the honour for me has to go to. I'm going to give it a tie and they're both from the zombie films and they're both the most repugnant people in the series is the two orderlies that let Michael out to assault that chick in his in room two. In, 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 in the first in one the remake, remake. Oh, when they yeah. raped a girl in, and the, in, H2, in Michael's cell the, the Ambo driver who's disgusting having sex with the corpse like that that's just the sort of shit that I never ever thought Jeez, the Halloween movies are really enjoyable, except I'm missing out, you know, discussions about... One thing I haven't heard is that they want a root corpse. Yeah. So yeah. those those two, the, the, the orderlies and the Ambo drivers from the remake <laughs> and, the, and the second remake. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. That That is a real low point. Those, yeah, those two sets of characters are probably the worst. I'm, I've, got a, I've got an honourable mention for uh, our mate Danielle Harris. In... Ooh. In it, the new ones? Yeah. Fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, her character... Is she a bitch or is she just a shit actor? Because no, I particularly think in number two... Zombies riding again. Yeah, because well, I don't know whether it's his direction as well, like play a bitch character. Yeah. Or, or maybe she said, I don't want to play the innocent... Little girl that I, I played in Halloween, Halloween 4 or 5. Or yeah. I don't want to be the bitch character. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't work for me. I actually passed um. over Buster Rhymes too. I think I passed him over because the character itself isn't quite as bad as those other ones, but it's just the acting performance. Oh shit, man! Charlie, where the fuck you been at, man? Don't you know we've been looking all over this motherfucker for you? And why the hell you dressed like me anyway? I ain't paying you to be Michael Myers. I'm playing Michael Myers. If them kids come around and see us dressed up in the same shit, you're going to ruin the whole effect. Ah, damn it. the hell is wrong with you? Um, Talking about yourself a lot. Something else I'm going to bring up. <laughs> the Curse of Michael Myers. Yeah. Come on. Okay, it's number six. You, you have been laying the story. Tommy Doyle. Tommy Doyle. What is going on with Tommy Doyle, eh? 
I've, I've got some side characters that I want to me mention. The radio personality? Oh, no, 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 really, really, you're too good to me, really. No, thanks for putting me in the middle of this cheap shit country bumpkin outfit, Paul. I really appreciate it. My fans expect better than this. No, look, you tell that penny-pinching whiner Mike Sarducci that when I get back, I am personally going to cut off his balls and wear him his earrings. Where's the goddamn van? Oh, yeah. Like talk about who, which serial killers you'd like to fuck? Uh, yeah. And uh, uh, when Tommy calls up, he suggests uh, <laughs> select, he suggests electroshock therapy is perhaps the reason why he calls. <laughs> yeah, he's a dickhead. So yeah. I think they tried to get Howard Stern, didn't they, for that role? I think that was yeah. The, uh, well, you can see the database. That's, yeah. that's kind of that's probably. kind of what they were going for. Grizzly the Adams, he's up there with my. Hey, buddy, just give you a heads up. I got a Taco Deluxe Supreme talking back at me, so I'm gonna be a while. So do you mind waiting somewhere else and let me pass this beast in peace? Top <laughs> well, well, you don't wipe your own asshole prior to being killed. That that you that, are that, that, automatically on the worst list. Anyone that doesn't wash their hands or wipe their ass is on the worst character list. Yeah, there's yeah. a couple of real like as I found watching this series, they they've got a real line in in pricks. Like there's every see every film seems to have it except for the first one. Well, the first one's the only one that doesn't have these prick characters. Mm. Um, every other film seems to want to include them or maybe it's direction, maybe it's script that makes them come across a certain way that rubs me the wrong way. But all of them... So you're talking about even the guy, the sleazy bloke from Halloween 2. Yeah, you got Bud. And and, and what's Jimmy? Jimmy's a sex Jimmy's pest, a sex mate. Pest, yeah. He's constantly going into Laurie's room, room basically. Sort of touching her. And yeah, he's got a close enough. He's, <laughs> you know, like... You don't need that sort of shit. They're, they're, um, yeah, Doctor Chalice. He's a he's a great character, but he's also back on the side. The funniest, the funniest thing about about Halloween Three is his wife is is you are supposed to take her as a rampant bitch who's treating him like shit. When he's he's neglecting his fatherly <laughs> responsibilities, he's a drunkard. He's every time he's on the phone to her, he cuts her off with a I gotta go and just hangs up like, like he's a piece of shit basically. But he's the hero. <laughs> he's the great bloke. He's who we aspire to be. <laughs> All right. Oh my god. The highest point of the franchise. This is where we'll finish up. Highest point. Like, what's the highest point? Uh, are we doing a lowest point? Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> we're getting to the highest point. That's, that's, that's where my mind goes. For me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the highest point for you? What's the highest point of the series? And I'm not talking about film. I'm talking about scene or part of the film. Part of the film. Mm. I would have to go with. It's really difficult for me, but it's a, it's the, all of, all of my options are from the first one. I probably. My, one of my personal favourites is the Loomis speech about the blackest eyes and the devil's eyes. Yeah, yeah, that I mean, is that's really where nice you needed speech. the gravitas. If you had given that to a, um, you know, a less capable actor, it could have been terrible. But yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah, he really does nail that. That is a fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's hard to pick a moment, but I reckon Loomis's speeches. Yep. Across the board, I think my I said before my probably my favourite bit was. When she asks him at the end, was that the boogeyman? And he says, yeah, yes. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it was. As a matter of fact, it was. For me, it's 
that entire sequence where he appears behind her in the doorway and then he chases her out across the road. I think it's just, it's just, it's magic as far as horror films go. And, and strictly because everyone sells it, that the music's pumping and you've had an hour to build up to all this and they really do deliver when they, when they come to it. Can I throw a couple of um, special mentions in for highlights? Yeah. Wade asking the sheriff's daughter out. This <laughs> funny. This <laughs> funny. I bet you won't do it. Uh, Fuck off, Fuck Wade. off, Wade. <laughs> yeah, and, um, got him. The one that we had completely sort of missed until a, a review was the bloke in part six that looks like appears to be Rick Rude with a poncho on and <laughs> gets his head wrestled off by Michael. He lost SummerSlam. His <laughs> head wrestled off at SummerSlam by Michael Myers. Yeah. Yeah. Gold. Magic. Okay, here we go. Lowest point. <laughs> Lowest point of the series. Lowest point. I've got, I've got all sorts of special mentions here, but... Yeah, same. I think the lowest point of the series is two orderlies talking about having sex with a corpse. Yeah. I think that is just... It's unnecessary. It's... I mean, I said to you, how does that get past the first draft? Like, anybody with any sense of, of script writing would have been going, yeah, mate, I'll probably push the, push the button a bit too far there. Mm. That'll, that'll have to go. Yeah. It just... The fact that it sits in there... It sort of, sort of goes to zombies' weird... Sensibilities, yeah, about yeah. How everyone's a fucking evil person, and yeah. or everyone's a prick, and Michael's the biggest prick of all, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's just it's unnecessary, and then the rape scene fits in there as well. Yeah. I just I see no need. I prefer to watch the cut that has doesn't have that. Okay. Which has the breakout of Michael being moved. I think he's being moved to another yeah. facility. That works better. Facility um, slash slash. Okay. If ever there was a fucking facility that needed an upgrade. Are we in the fucking 2000s? Or are we in the 70s, are we? Well, I don't know. It felt like we were in the 1800s. It's a fucking facility. Fuck. Anyway. What are your special mentions? I've got a few of them too. Does anything with the curse of thorn or the man in black is just... I'm black standing there going, Daddy, kill for him. Well, Absolutely awful. I think the curse, anything from the curse of Michael Myers, but probably one of the worst moments is the fact that uh, Donald Pleasance, it was his last film. Yes. That shit. And it's pretty clear, <laughs> it's pretty clear that he's struggling the yeah. whole way through. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's, to me, it's clear he didn't want to be there. Yeah. He was... It's, it's, it's a... Contractual thing at the sure end of his career. The, didn't want to be there. I, I, I felt like he was almost fighting his way through it. Mm. He, from the first fucking moment of that film, he's like, his eyes are lit up and everything, but he's just like, <laughs> it's almost like he's forcing the words out because he's got no fucking ability to speak anymore. And his first comment is, they, they say something about um, Dr. Loomis has supposedly died. And he, oh, he, cool. He, yeah, he, <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he goes, no, not died. She's retired. Just retired. And I'm like, fucking retired, all right? You should have retired, mate. That, that, this, I would have said, listen, I'm retired. I can't do part six. By the way, I'm also dying currently. He's like, shit. Yeah, I might have to take a part. I think the directors were like, he, he kept coming to him going, I think I'm dying. And they're like, just continue dying. Get out of character, Dawson. 
<laughs> Go away, you silly old bastard. We're in the middle of something. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just I felt so faded from the catering truck. Yeah, mate, look, they've got fucking, they've got chicken and rice today. Get away, Donald's coming to the Indians. It's a terrible way to go out for a bloke that had a pretty good career. Yes, he did. Fuck yeah, that guy yeah. was, he was in the fucking... Great Escape. Great he was escape. in one of um, the Bond films, Bond yeah. Films, yep. And he fucking ends with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, he's oh, still rolling in his grave, I'm sure. You uh, everybody front up, they'd say, sorry, Donald. <laughs> 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 yes. Like, you're in this film. They give him the pages, <laughs> they go, look, mate. <laughs> Anything you can do with this, please do it. Jam a turn, polishing cloth. <laughs> He says turd polishing cloth. Turd polishing cloth. Okay, Lois. Jared, Lois point. Yeah, I think mine. I think mine will likely be what yours was, but. I got a cavalcade too, mate. I, I couldn't make a choice. Um, there was there was the Nature Boy Michael Flair in part four. <laughs> <laughs> we had the blonde hair for a couple of shots. Yeah, throwing right. movies out the window, going, "Here, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would you like some fire?" Rick Flair mortgage on that. <laughs> Donald, I believe you're struggling for cash. I can help you. Yeah, we have a mortgage if you're interested. Um, the power plant worker, Bucky. <laughs> yeah. Bucky. What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> um, yeah, the whitehead Michael was terrible. Yeah, I think the man in black we mentioned, Paul Rudd's explanation of the, the curse and the runes. And the, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he brings it up on a Commodore 64 or something oh, no. like that, doesn't he? Um, but yeah, we've. A real contender, which I am still leaning towards, is trick or treat, motherfucker. What was he doing? Um, but I guess yeah, even that one, like it was so silly, but I bloody laugh at it every time I see it. Whereas, as you said, the it's it's again the two scenes from Zombies with the the escape and the the fucking Ambo drivers. It's just. I watch it and I want to fucking go and wash myself afterwards. Yeah, it's like, just, it's just pure lowbrow. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I don't want to wash my hands <laughs> no, <laughs> because no one else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't say I was taking a shit. I wasn't going to wash. I just want to, I just want to pull my pants up and go out to a three-course dinner. <laughs> I'll just put it on the chair and wash it up and then take what the shit it? and walk it out. <laughs> what is it about these films? They can't seem to do basic hygiene. They can't even put just, you know, a sound effect in to make yeah. think that you've reeled a couple of sheets off. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple of poo tickets to you know, get the job done. We don't have to see it. Oh, Lord. Has uh, anyone got anything else they want to add? Worst highest lowest point no I think it was uh, we were in hands <laughs> on those ones I think the lowest point is Halloween 2 uh, the, is the, 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 the Rob Zombie and, 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 I, and I would and, and, and number 8 number 28 I think better be better bring it back up again <laughs> 
Yeah. Or, uh, well, my thinking is the sensibilities surely are better than what? <laughs> Rob's on you know, you, know, you know what? You know what you think though. I mean, they rode they rode Donald Pleasance into the ground, <laughs> <laughs> and they're doing the fucking best to ride. What's Jamie Lee? Lee. Yeah. What's going to happen when Jamie Lee can't bring the fucking thing back up? Yeah. No, and John, John Carpenter. So they've put these two in this time. They're trying to ride them into the ground, get them out of there. Let's bring it back. But you know what? I'm going to throw this out there. I said this to Jared. Just looking back on the franchise, I would have killed, ended ended Loomis's involvement at the end of part four. Because, and Jamie's involvement. Because she went Burko and killed her mum. And then Loomis, we could assume, let's, let's, let's put it this way, Loomis could have shot her. You know, at the end. Or... She's arrested and he's he retires, mm. and Michael's alive and we're back with a new crew. Yeah, see, I did. I never liked that ending. I just felt the ending was just that it was it was. Um, let's do a, a kind of let's bring it back full circle to her doing the Michael thing. And mm. as Luke said, they did. They ended up doing it a couple of times in these, in this series alone. In the other series, like. I personally think it's it the best ending. It was unsatisfying for me. It, it was it, 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 there was a bit of shock value, but it was just completely unsatisfying because I don't know. It just feels like it, it feels like a bit of a cheat in a way that she's the one that you get through the film. Uh, all these people are protecting her, and then that happens to her. It's sort of like I don't know. I, I, it just didn't work. Didn't didn't work all that well for me. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of it. I actually think it's the best ending of the lot. Well, apart from part Donnie one. Donnie Gerard or whatever was it a huge bit. <laughs> 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 yeah, let's pull out the smoke machine. Uh, uh, this end of what we need is a man in black shoes and a trench coat. No, I, I just like the ending of four. Oh, I just think it's a really nice ending. And partially because it, it harks back to what the first one had delivered. I mean, it beats you over the head with it. Yeah, but it's sort because, of... Because, you know, she looks in the mirror and she sees young Michael when she's wearing the... Yeah, but it's kind of like, it in a, yeah. in a sense, it's it's Jamie Lee being Michael, because she's supposed to be. I mean, she's fucking called Jamie because yeah. you don't have Jamie Lee there. Yeah, it's it's Laurie becoming Michael, which to me is. But Laurie uh, might have had bullshit. the curse of thorns. She might have been marked with a bit of charcoal when she was a baby that we missed from the curse of thorn. Oh, she tripped over and a couple of stones. Sometimes they reckon like. They trot. They they keep bringing back Laurie. I don't know. If, I don't even know if we want to see Laurie anymore, or, Ple- or 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 Loomis, because we just kept getting the shit rammed down our throats. Because it's the one that sells the tickets. Donald's yeah. Like so, he had it rammed down his throat by yeah. six. It was stuck in his leg. He's like, no, no. Fuck you, Donald. Yeah, just eat it. Yeah, yeah, Donald. Who's gonna pay for your fucking? <laughs> Who's gonna pay for your fucking dialysis? No, I agree. I think that they clung too long to key figures. It's about getting the fans back. So, bringing Laurie back in H2O was a great idea, and that was because she had not been in it since part two. Yeah. So it worked. You know, you had three or four films in between where you didn't have her. Worked perfectly. Problem with bringing Loomis back was Loomis continued to get less impressive as the films went on. 
Anyway. Oh, and we're led to believe at the end of part six that he's now the one with the curse. So is he going to be Michael? Because if he is, fucking fantastic. He's not going to catch anybody. <laughs> yeah. He's going to crack it midway through his first kill. So I just there's been a lot of missteps in the series, to be honest, and a lot of some of them revolve around coming back to characters that we didn't really need to see again. Because I didn't necessarily feel, we, as I said before, we needed to see Jamie again. Jamie was, no. a one, Jamie was a one film deal for me. But you see, she was quite popular. Yeah. I think, which is why they had to retcon that I'm not that sure ending. she was popular. I just think the film was the popular. The film was popular, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think that sometimes this this sort of thing, you know, they spend $10 million on it and it makes $100 million, mm. And they go, must have been this whole crew. We bring it must have been me. Was because I, mean, I, I wrote some notes. One of one of one of the biggest things that I thought about when I thought about this whole series is that John Carpenter laid the golden egg, but Mustafa Akkad thought it came out of his ass. Mustafa when when he brought back when when, when Mustaka brought back Mustaka <laughs> when Mustaka brought back Halloween four with no carpenter and everything and it made money, he went this, I did this. Yeah. I did this with my team of people, so I'm going to keep going with that. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but see, you, all you, the, the, the sense that I get, and I'm not basing it on money, is that Jamie was popular because she's the one you still see at conventions, and so is Rachel. Yeah. Out of those movies, you barely see any of them. But they can still do the convention circuit, which is a pretty good indication that people want to see them. Yeah. And Danielle Harris was brought back by Rob Zombie, not by dollar signs and yeah I think he was the one that kind of like there was there was out of those films which we didn't have a lot to fucking hang on to they were the ones that were there well like I said Daniel Harris was supposed to be in my opinion was supposed to be the new Laurie so it's sort of that's that to me it was the sense why she was sort of popular and then Rachel was kind of her protector because she was too young to protect herself sort of deal yeah and then part five, after that happened, nobody was fucking popular after that one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We, we thought you were popular. <laughs> uh, but the thing about part five is, and this is, I'm not... Like, this is a I'm, I'm not giving it excuses, <laughs> but five was basically rolled out within minutes of four being successful. So the moment four made money, oh, yeah, you can five was in production. So yeah. five is a, a cut-down schedule. Like, it's really, really fast. So that's why I think partially it's it's really shit, because... Yeah. You can just imagine Mustaka just yeah, having Mustaka, a quiet moment after he's... <laughs> Mustaka's going, what million. have we got? We got any scripts? This one. <laughs> this one here. Yeah. This sounds all right. What about... Who, who can we get to direct? Who can we get to direct? Anyone interested in talking to John Carpenter? Now, let's get this guy, Dominic Athena Gerard. No, but that's because, that's because Mustaka goes... Carpenter, I fucking hate that guy, and he hates me, and I'm gonna fucking do it my way because I created this thing, mm. and he and that's the fucking letdown of the whole thing is that guy, their fucking hatred for each other, because John Carpenter made that series, mm. yeah. and Mustaka thinks he made it. Was Mustafa? Well, he's, he's gone anyway. Mustafa was Mustafa dead? But hasn't he handed the Batman? Yeah, but, but his son's much more. But I believe his son is one that they they said he's the gatekeeper. But I think Jason Blum gave the sense that he's pretty. He's pretty relaxed. He's, he's pretty, yeah. He's 
he's far he's more, more yeah he's far more open to, to it introduce Druids and he's or, not, yeah, he's yeah, much he's, more open to it he was on board with getting Carpenters okay for this one and now so. was Mustafa Akhead dead by the time H2O I think he was dead when the remakes oh was he coming. because they approached Carpenter and H2O time I may be wrong about that I'm pretty sure Mustafa was still going yeah. with Resurrection yeah, I think he was because, but they spoke to Carpenter about H2O because when Jamie Lee Curtis said she would come back and they started working on a script, they went to Carpenter first to say, would you yeah, but didn't, do this because it was 20 years later. Didn't they say we wanted everybody back? Yeah, and he said no. But didn't he say no only? Uh, he said yes. But then he said, I want $10 million. Oh, uh, right. So and he was interested... Said, you ain't getting fucking ten million. Dollars. So <laughs> I laid this egg. Yeah. But also, I don't <laughs> see why you would give him ten million dollars. You're talking smaller budgets. You wouldn't give him ten million dollars. I'd give him ten. You give Steven Spielberg ten million dollars. You don't give John Carpenter ten million dollars. But it's just it's just very interesting to see him. Perhaps I would have saw, I could have seen him do H two O, and yeah, whether money was an issue at the time. You know, maybe if they could have come to an agreement, I think he would have done a really good job. I thought Steve Miner did an excellent job, um, to be honest. But let's not forget that Carpenter's done some bad work in the last few years and that they took a bit of a pot shot at him in part six with that radio gag about let's fire Michael Myers into space because that was the idea he wanted to run with. Yeah. He me yeah. yeah, yeah, the radio got so, Michael Myers in space. What a, what a laugh. Yeah, yeah. So, I but mean, then, yeah, Jason was in space. We all loved it. <laughs> yeah, but Jason was right for that at the time. That's the thing. Love that's why I love it. It was a gag. <laughs> there is nothing sacred about Jason anymore. Yeah, you do whatever the fuck you want with him, and it can work because it's just gone. Whereas Michael, as as Luke said, they, they always try to make it serious, yeah. which is. You know, a it's probably the right move in some ways because he's not quite the same as Jason. He hasn't gotten to that point of just over the top. Like you look Super at Michael's kills. Michael's kills. Okay, he's got an exploding head here and there, but he's not squashing anyone. He doesn't love that. The size of a fucking tennis ball, <laughs> yeah. popping eyeballs out or anything like that. So but Jason had gone crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, Jason was three films deep. He was popping eyeballs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He was just, he was doing all sorts of things. He wanted to go to space from the get-go. He wanted to be an astronaut for a second. He was, <laughs> second he was conceived. Shit. <laughs> all right. That's our Halloween episode covered. The franchise fully run through. If you want to get in touch with us, send us an email at thrillme at ionet.net.au. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia. Or at Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. Our next episode is another listener request. It's uh, Stephen King adaption 1408. Mm-hmm. Gibbo will be back for that, I assume. Yeah, he's kind. Luke, thank you very much for being here. This is going to have to be a two-parter. We're going to have to split this up. It's Holy a lengthy, lengthy it's two hours. It's a two-hour session. But two hours of absolute dribble. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll have to edit this two within an inch of its life. <laughs> the best, uh, best stuff is here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a golden nugget. <laughs> well, it's a nugget. It's left behind. <laughs> Not <laughs> flushed. Oh, no, I don't know how we can split it. The five <laughs> shit and even the five good ones. <laughs> but until, <laughs> until next episode... Take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. 
Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.